All right, welcome to the Hello Sport podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Byron Bay edition. Um, essentially, me and Eddie are doing this from the sand. Mm. Uh, four days late, absolutely swamped. I haven't had a second to spare. Busy, busy, busy. But um, as I welcome him in, punters, dribblers, put your hands together as well as I do. Because the big man is dropped to the knee, he's gone the big lift, and is now officially a, a fiancé. Edward Simpson, welcome. Thank you for the clap, uh, Tom, punters, dribblers. Uh, warms my heart. A cacophony of claps. Yeah, a cacophony of claps. I know I know. I speak for Ella when I say that it warms her heart too. Uh, obviously went the big lift, some, some, some canine dribblers sort of spotted something was up and, and now it's made its way through the punters and dribblers page. If you're not in there, then stiff shit. Um, but mate, went the big lift, went the big lift after 10 years, one month, thought, you know what, I'm gonna... She's ticked every box. She's ticked every box. You have to give her probably one more She's month. out of boxes to tick, mate. Yeah. She's out of boxes to tick. She's ticked a lot of them. She's ticked them properly with, with a beautiful pen, mm. great, great penmanship. And yep. I thought, you know what? Yep, I'm doing it. So up at Bine, what, what better time? We come up here a lot, so... I thought, fuck it, I'll get on with it. Now, you and I had discussed about timings, Tom. Mm. Originally, I was going to do it a bit later in the week, but I thought, you know what? Uh, With your guidance, what better way than to do it when you're around, uh, different than that show, Hamish is around, obviously, our fiancés, all of us, Carly and Steph. Um, we'd had dinner booked in and so oh, it was just then about me getting the job done now did rain sort of come in and start to swirl up some doubt in my mind yeah sure it might have done I was just a little bit of the opinion like is this romantic enough as the heavens open and a quick text to Tom soothed it soothed me I'm soothed glad me. it did I was like how you going have you, you were like get on with it bro <laughs> dinner's in an hour dude get on with the job I'm like he's absolutely right I've just got to knuckle down here and, yeah. and, and get down on the knee and fucking get on with it did I have half a bottle of rosé before yeah I did <laughs> yeah yeah I did was I a bit nervous yeah I was I was actually perp- I was sweet all day until the final sort of hour well, see I thought you were going to do it earlier in the day I thought like when you were like well yeah, we were going to but then we went to the beach and I'm not going to do it on the fucking beach in front of people, mate. I'm not that sort of operator. Like, no way. And she's not that person either because I asked my sister and she's like, do not do that. Like, she'll hate it. No. So I didn't do that. And then it was just about, okay, when's the right time? And then she was getting ready and it was a bit like, well, I'm going to, you know, I don't know. Anyway, got the job done. Tears? No tears. Which, I mean, when I got down there, as I was like, knee. when I got down on the knee, I, I probably could have gone either way, punters, dribblers, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, I could have. I you probably could have gone there, but she didn't. Like, so that, yeah. So it's, you know, she started laughing, being like, are you serious? Are you serious? Is this a joke? Which sort of put me at ease. And then I was like, okay, this is going to be like a relaxed time. Yeah. It's not going to be. This isn't going to be. This isn't waterworks essential. No. So we just had a laugh and a hug and a kiss and, 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 it, was, and it was nice and it was lovely. And we said a, a few niceties, Tom, and then we, we nipped off for margaritas, mate. Rolled into them. We were there waiting for you. you I, I, well, to be honest, I was because Steph knew my Steph, mm. but I hadn't. I didn't say anything to Heyman. Do you reckon they knew? Well, I think they did in the sense that because I thought you were going to do it during the day, and then you were going to come around to our place. Yes, and you might come around. So I was like, all right. Well, look. I was like, we were all on the beach. I was like, oh, look, I'm just going to go home. Eddie might said he might come around in a bit. I was like, we might go get some champagne, some oysters and shit. I just sort of said it like. Yeah. 
And then Carly said to Steph, as we were leaving, just under her breath, going, is this fucking actually happening? And Steph's like, what? She's like, why the fuck would Tom ever go and get champagne and oysters? <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, and she was yeah. like, her parent, Ella's, because Ella's family are down here as well, P's and D's, so he was like, she thought that that was all planned, Ella's family being down here was planned and everything. So like, we'd never had the conversation, but Steph, then when I, we, me and Steph left, I was like, does Carly fucking know something's up? And she was like, listen, we haven't said anything, but... I'm pretty sure she thinks something's happening. Yeah. But then when you guys walked in, it was just sort of like, so I assumed that they'd been having the conversation straight and curved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah we'd yeah. been having the conversation, and then it was like... Mate, uh, conversations were being had left, right, right and centre. All, like, all over the country. All over the country, there were whispers on yeah. the wind, mate. Make no mistake. Which is why it was good that I went I went early, because I caught her off guard. I yes. caught a lot of people off guard. Yeah, a lot did. of people had me pegged for the weekend. Mm. But I wanted to throw in a curveball, and I think I, I think I threw it in quite successfully. Very nicely done. Uh, through the gate stuff. Yeah. So that was nice. We celebrated. We had a lovely time. Um, and as you say, fortuitously, punters and dribblers, you happen to be up here. Hamish happened to be up here. Another friend, Nick Parsons, friend of the show's up here with Listo's his fiance. Listo's up here. Pinky I mean, Jordy coming the, up. The list goes on and on and on. Was any of this planned? No, it wasn't. Her parents were up here. Was that planned? No, it wasn't. And, and it's it's all we just coming together. The podcast from the beach. From the home. from the beach. I mean, like, is it is it thirty five and sunny with not a cloud in the sky? You better believe it. Are, are we, we sucking back coronas? a couple of Coronas? Yeah, yes. fucking oath we are. Look, bloke in a bar. We've finished them well, so yeah we ran out of blokes obviously the podcast proudly brought to you by blokes we did abuse the bottle for not having blokes yeah well as we always preach on the podcast if they haven't got them you give them an earful that's what we've done uh we didn't hold back no i think i think what we did was you know it's appropriate not, I'm, I'm closing my eyes and dreaming of blokes every time mm. i have a sip yeah, yeah well that's i mean look sometimes you've got to just close your eyes and dream of a bloke yeah sometimes you've got to do that yeah. uh, that's what we're doing today mm-hmm. um but you know i think safe to say punters and dribblers we're in a pretty good place great place just for for those asking at home how's byron how's it all going yeah it's good how's the time off loved it has yeah. it been important yeah look we've had a big season as well well, look, I mean, when you're at the top of the heat, punters and dribblers, it can be quite taxing. Sometimes you, well, sometimes even we need R&R. Are yeah. we still going the big lift on a podcast for you, buddy, you know, loyal listeners? Yeah, we are. We are. Because... It is being recorded on the phone if you're going, we're five, ten minutes in, the audio quality not up to what it usually is. Mm. What you've got to understand is that you were just recording this on a phone, such is our commitment to you. Yeah. Also, the OG punter and dribbler will know that, you know, this audio quality has be it's been seen before. Yeah, well, this is still probably better than some of the podcasts uh, of previous years, of yesteryear. Mm, we've released some dog shit stuff. But, uh, you know, thanks for the, the well wishes, punters and dribblers. Um, and just to the people, it's just funny because, like, there are obviously P's and D's that we don't necessarily know, but who are just following Ella on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> that's so how, it would seem. That's how we find that shit. So it would seem. She's been, she's like, I've been getting a lot of uh, follows recently. <laughs> and I'm like, that's lovely. I'm sure they're all dribblers. Yeah, well. Show me them. Uh, yeah, but he's yeah, a dribbler. Yeah, he's a dribbler. Yeah, he's, he's a dribbler. He's, he's, name, a dribbler. Yeah, he's a dribbler. Yeah, here's a guy who calls himself. Cum, uh, cum dog. Cum dog. Sleep dribbler. Um, so and to questions from from uh, Danny Exotic, can he organise the Bucks? Well, look, mate, maybe there'd need to be a lot of R and R. Listen, before we get into the actual grand final, the weekend of grand finals, a special mention does need to go the way of Danny Exotic, who's 
I mean, if when we're talking about climbing the, 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 the dribbler heap. Of which there is quite a heap. There's quite a heap. Danny Exotic certainly has this week. He's pound for pound. Biggest dribbler on the planet, right? Mate, mate, right now he's, he's the pound-for-pound pound champ. Yeah. He's the pound-for-pound pound champ. He's, he's, he's uh, finals week rhetoric. He's finals week content. Dude, Some of the best I've seen. And then his bender, post-grand final of, mm. what, 48 hours after the game finished? Yeah. But took it on the fucking shin like a man, yeah. right? Like, addressed the camera, addressed the dribblers, was obviously heartbroken, but, you know, made special mention of Storm being too good. It was classy. And it was class. It was all class from top to bottom. Now... He's he's our dribbler of the week. I mean, we don't usually do that, but we are today. He's fucking got it, mate. Oh, yeah. People are calling for him to get a baggy green. Now, I don't know if I'm going that far, but I'm, shit. But if he keeps turning up like that, it's it's hard. It's going to be hard for me to say no. I'm not going to encourage, you know, a sort of an outlandish abuse of R&R yeah. in the pursuit of a baggy green, but services to dribble and yarn yeah. could certainly see someone get that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mate, services to dribble and yarn, providing, you know, top top of the heap content for, for the dribblers, can get you a baggy green. I want to, like, if you go the big lift for mm. the podcast and for the podcast world, as it were, you know, there's potential to be adorned in Moreno Woolgrove. I mean, now I'm just like, this can all be trimmed if we were to ever edit this one. This one probably not going to be edited, but does Danny Exotic... Does he get one? Does he earn one? In terms of dribbler content and contributions to dribbling yarn, he was he kept he did the Matty Nable videos all season. Videos all season. He also did one for Ko. He had like the the way that we were kept across how the grand final was going for him. That luncheon he put on Mm. the big dance luncheon. Yeah. Yeah. And then you know. The two-day sort of absolute pulverising of, <laughs> of his mind and body. And but spirit. I, mate, as I'm saying, I'm starting to think he's he's ticked all the boxes. Like, right? what else would you want from a PM? From a from, from a dribbler. And it was original, right? Like, no one else has no pun on dribblers done this for. No, us. no, 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 no. This is, and he wasn't asking for anything. He just did it for the love of the podcast yeah. and the love of dribbling yarn. And when you think about someone you want on your 11th... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sort of want him there, don't you? There's a part of me that's like, I feel like Danny Exotic is almost a crucial team member. You know, they yeah. like every good team has like a character or yeah. two. Yeah, and he's a team player. He seems like a real team player. Strikes me as a team player, Tom. Punters and Dribblers, as always, we are brought to you by the primo betting platform of this great nation of ours, and that's Ned's. Big fans of Neds. We love Neds. They uh, have been huge supporters of us, huge supporters of everything we do over here, and we love them. Now, Eddie, if you're a punter or a dribbler and you want to engage with the community on Neds, how are you doing? It's very, very simple. Either you can follow Tom and I, it's even Tobler if you're a loser, you can follow our profiles in the Neds profile section, but I think a greater use of your time is to join the about even group under groups. Now, the code to get in is dribbler. If it's not dribbler, it's dribblers. Forgive me. There you can follow all our tips, me, Shebos, Gurus, Burmos, sometimes Tobler, but again, who cares about him? It's a great community environment where we tip winners, we tip losers, mostly learners, losers, but sometimes winners. That's it. Shout out to Neds. Now, what's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Punters and dribblers, you voted with your, with your mouths, and Good Day has been popular with you all so far. Thank you very much to everyone who has uh, got around it, sampled it, tried it. But 
there's plenty more to go around, and we 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 believe in this thing, the daily multivitamin, and we think you all should have a go. There's more gullets to be pounded. Correct. You know what I mean? Like if I'm looking at if I'm looking at the gullets of this nation, not enough gullets. Full of good day. That's right. For mine. Well, listen, we see it. We we see we see gullets that need to be filled, and we are in the business of filling gullets. I'll say this, Ed. We've been on it for a while now, and it helps uh, with mental clarity. It helps with energy throughout the day. Uh, it helps with liver cleanliness and function. Which we, I health. know, I know. There's a shitload of you that need that. There's I a shitload of you out there. for a fact. You need a good scrub of the internals. Correct. I know that. For we know sure. it now. If you already got your own multivitamin that you're taking, don't bother changing. We're not asking you to change. But you can you, if you want. You can, but you don't have to. But if you do nothing, if you do nothing for your health, then you've got to start somewhere. Now, if it's a run for you, that's great. But your nutritional health is something that we all fucking ignore. Good day is an opportunity for you to make smart decisions. The least you can do is a little good day. Use the code dribblers for 20% off, punters and dribblers. 20% off. It's our gift from us to you. Begoodhealth.com.au. Look, I'm I'm prepared to give one into him. I think here and now. I think I'm yeah. I think I'm doing. I think we're doing. Danny, it. as you're Are we doing this, it? as you're hearing this, Mister Exotic. Yeah. We'd like to officially welcome you to the, the eleven. Bro. You're in, mate. You're in. Huge. I didn't I didn't expect this coming in. Rolling in, I didn't listen. Maybe it's the maybe it's the picture perfect blue skies or the blokes in a Corona bottle. Or oh, the fact that I'm newly engaged. I mean, He's I don't know. Engaged. We're in good. We're in a good mood. We're you caught us at a mood. fucking good you time. Us at a great time, Danny. But we're men of our word. Yeah. We have officially welcomed you. You're in. You're in. Services Congratulations. To dribble and yarn. Yeah. Like, for services to dribble and to yarn. Because some people will get it like for you know um, making. It's a plaque or the the last dribble uh, yes. painting that we got. But yep. this is just purely a services to dribble. Dribbling yarn. You're in, bruh. Congratulations. Huge from Danny. Huge from Danny. Love that, bruh. Well done. Congratulations. Um, but the grand final, I mean, look, yeah. And disappointing if you're a Penrith fan, but... The game itself. The game itself was shit. Sorry, that's my opinion. Like, yeah, it was. There was a bit of razzle dazzle at the end, but I mean, the game was over, bro. The The storm don't give up twenty two points. What did it blow up to? Twenty six, even. I think it was 20 nil at halftime or 22 nil at halftime. 22 nil at halftime, and then Pappenhausen scored right after the break and Fully. went to 26 nil. Yeah. I mean, no, 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 no. It's no. all over. And um, I have never in my life found Gus Gould more unbearable. And I know everyone says it, and people always like Gus Gould. I, I like Gus Gould most of the time in terms of like he's over the top and he gives good rugby league insight, but usually it's not. So hectically biased And everyone's been Hammering him all week Obviously we're doing The podcast a little later But like Mate He was Fucking unbearable mm. Like when they were 14 something nil down 18 nil down And he's going Penrith is still on top here And I'm like Bruh They're getting pumped Into the ground Yes on they had top. Lucky calls But like You can't be saying They're on top dude It was And he came out And said he wasn't Being biased It's like mate You know what I'd respect you more If you like Yeah it was a tough one For me to call Because my my dick rears for Penrith, you know mm, what I mean? Mm, mm. Mate, it, like, to say that it was anything other than one-eyed is, is complete and utter bullshit, to be honest. Like, he, that was just as one-eyed a call as I've ever heard, really. And Gus can be one-eyed. Of course he can. That's like, cool. And that's sort of why people... In Origin games, he's one-eyed as fuck. Yeah, but which is fine. You sort of expect that, right? Because everyone's one-eyed in Origin, yeah. really, except Rabs. He's the only he's one that's... Because he's class act, straight down the line. That's right. But by and by, by the... By, the, by, by and large, rather... 
Too um, relaxed, Eddie. You're forgetting your words. Oh, yeah. By and large, he was as one-eyed as I've ever heard to the point where the punter and the dribbler were in fucking raptures, Tom, yeah. about it. It was frustrating, dude. Um, but, yeah, look, disappointing for Penrith. We predicted it. We did. I just said, oh, we said, and uh, I stand by it, the big dance, the grand final, is a different kettle of fish. You go to bed every fucking night thinking about it. The build-up's different. The week's different. And when you've got no touch points or no experience of that, it just it's hard to fucking... Know what to expect. To know what to expect. That's right. And like, and when a couple of little things don't go your way, like right? The penalty try, like the penalty try, like which happened. Try. But like, that's that's sport, mate. There's going to be things that happen that rattle you sometimes, right? And they usually happen in the big moments. That seems to be the way of the fucking the way it all works, right? And then once they fell behind, they started to force the pass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they went looking for points. Instead of playing their normal football, they tried to fucking score off every play, you know what I mean? Like that intercept of Unavalu was just a clear Yeah, and then Cleary's like I'd play that every time. And then you hear Joey Johns being like when the when the defense is rushing up and in like that, you got to play short. And he goes And you know what? And you, uh, you know what he said as well? He goes when you see that space out wide, he goes it's a mirage. Yes. That's what I love. He goes that space out there is a mirage. If they rush up, play short. Yeah. I was like that's so And I'm like uh, uh, look, Cleary, I know that you've said that you don't regret it and you'd do it again, but I'm probably going to side with the goat here on this one. You wouldn't do it again because you've got an industry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so why, would that, you do it yeah, again? why would you do it again? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <Does it? laughs> you, no, you've got to learn from these experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go, no, I wouldn't do that again. Yeah, but you don't go, I'd do that again. What, you'd throw another intercept that essentially Silly. lost you the game? Silly. Can you just put the old phone over there on silent, Edward? Uh, how do I do that? Uh, click on the side yeah. and drag down from the top. Yep. And then to the left, second down, left, second down, or top, sorry, second, top, left, second across. Center? Yeah. There we go. I didn't explain that well. No, you didn't. I got you. The start off, I did. Swipe down. No, I love that. It was, mate, it was going really well until it wasn't. Until it wasn't. Um, which is kind of like the grand final. Um, it was kind of like Penrith. So, look, you know, I know I've been saying this all season. Benny Porter, I'm talking to you. Like... Cleary is great, right? And he's had a great season, but I still haven't seen him stand up in the big moment. Well, that was his big moment. That's the big moment, right? So he's had three origins where he hasn't stood up, or four origins, five origins, and he's had a grand final, and he stood up in none of them. Now, that doesn't mean that I've... We've been, that doesn't mean he can't stand no, up in the future. But He hasn't, he stood, hasn't, he hasn't stood up yet. Hopefully he is not completely ruined by this and goes into origin and stands up there. Because we need him, but oh, mate, best believe we fucking need no, him. No, he has not stood up yet. Because he didn't play well. No, he didn't. Dribblers. No, he didn't. And he admits it. Except he says he'd still throw that Vunivalu pass, which makes no sense. But <laughs> uh, shout out to Vunivalu though for one of the great fucking grand final tries. It's like, pretty good. Gets like to his knees, basically crawling back up, palming, fending yeah. out, running. I'm like, you are a fucking rugby league handful. Bro. Well, he's going to rugby union. How about that? That was well, his last game. He's going to be a rugby union handful. Yes. How about Pappenhausen, club Churchill medalist in the grand final? Tigers, those absolute DMC losers, let him go. Like, sorry, bro, you don't have what it takes. Craig's like, ah, yeah, I'll take it. Uh, because you know what Craig has at his disposal, though. Greatest fullback of all time, Billy Slater, just to just to help mould that boy into yeah. a throbber. Like obviously had the foundations, 
But, you know, I don't think there's any coincidence that his stratospheric rise uh, sort of aligns with the fact that he's been working pretty closely with Billy. No, it'd certainly help, wouldn't it? Um, but he was fucking sick. And I like him. He seems like a nice guy. Shout out to Sportsbet for paying out fucking... Cam Smith is Clive Churchill medalist and losing five million. Yeah, thanks Sportsbet. I, I tell you what, they'll make that money back in stolen Instagram content because they love to do that. Now, obviously, <laughs> if they want to sponsor us at any point, we'll happily lie about the fact that they rip content left, right, and centre. But look, if, we can turn a blind eye we for also, money. Well, for money, we'll turn a blind eye to almost anything. <laughs> Stealing Instagram content—that's fine. We'll say this, and we may have said this on a podcast before, but pretty sure we know who it is. Yeah, I think. Yeah, we. Few we, people have been hit. Look, us we're, up. look, we're being hit up, and we may have been put. To, you turn into a certain direction. Into a certain direction with surpri- a surprising direction. It was a surprising direction. I, I've got they're be, known. Yeah, yeah, they're known. If you like rugby league, you'll know them. Yeah, and we know them, yeah. and they know us, and you know, we thought we were on better terms than that. But but we'll leave it at that. Well, and it's not just us. It's fucking not not just us that get pillaged. Oh yeah, there's pillaging. There's pillaging. In fact, we'd probably be on the lower end of the pillaging, to be fair. But there's other people at significantly higher up the pillaging list. Tom. Yes. Anyway, but the sport for paying out. So yeah, shout out to them for paying out five million. Shout out to the Storm, who well, I mean, you know what fucking gave me the shits as well. I'm just like when James Hooper tried to say that the Melbourne Storm aren't the benchmark and that the Roosters were, like, in the last... Since the turn... It's like, mate, how what can the, How that? can you say that? <laughs> what have you been... What game have you been watching, bro? I know, I know. Like, it's, when he said, I'm like, why, why, why have you got such a bee in your bonnet about the fucking Melbourne Storm? I don't know, maybe they... Maybe there's something that I don't know about, right? But he seems to fucking hate the whole setup. And I'm like, mate, for someone that haven't bought a player, right... In the last 15 years of note, they turn water into wine year after year after year yeah. after year after year. They lose Cooper, they still fucking, they still manage to win this year. They've lost Billy, they still manage to win this year without him. Like, they've got robbers coming through in Munster and Pappenhausen and like, yeah. you just you just go, mate, like, these guys, Jerome try- Hughes is like, where the fuck was Jerome Hughes fucking five years Jerome ago? Jerome Hughes bro? was like, Joey even said at the start of the year, he was like, mate, he's, you know, he was the biggest concern he had for them at the Storm. Like, so sure, he said he wasn't a half. Now he's like, he's playing world class half back football. Yeah, bloody, and he was in the fullback a little bit. Pappenhausen was behind uh, Drinkwater and Hughes for fullback at Melbourne. Mm. They turn water into wine every mm. single year. Every single year, mate. And like, you just look at their record. Like, yeah, they had some some premiership strips, sure, but like, you know, even 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 as proud, you know, legends of the Manly Club as we are, mm. a team that was absolutely, you know, mm. uh, screwed over by their salary cap cheating. We are still able to acknowledge that they are, without a shadow of a doubt, the benchmark for the last fucking 20 years almost. Mate, like, the amount of grand finals they've made since their inception in 19-fucking-99 <laughs> is outrageous. Yes. 98. But 98, outrageous. Right. Absolutely outrageous. Like, mate, you can't, you can't help but just sit back and, so and, and applaud. So you go, 99 win, yeah. 2006, six loss. 7, 8, 9. So loss, so 6. But win, just seven, in, loss, but just yeah. in. 99 yeah. in yeah. and a win. 2006, in, uh, in lose. Set, let's just go, let's just go in. 99, 2006, 7, 8, 9. Four in a row. Yeah. Then 10, 11, 12. Uh, 10, 11, they're in 12. Yep. Then 13, 14. They're in, they're in, uh, they're in 16, 17. 16, 16 17, 18. Yep. 16, 17, 18, they're in. And, and then, then 20. 20. They win. They're in and win. Like, 
And they're not the benchmark? Six, seven, eight, nine, thirteen, twelve. Uh, twelve. 16, 17, 18, 20. 20. That is fucking out. It's ridiculous. And that's with not buying a benchmark player. Think about that. Really? Like a real benchmark player. It's 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 astonishing. So shout out to them. For and the- I mean our new good mate said he well yours, you bumped into him, but Cooper Johns obviously was a fan, came up and said good idea. Cooper came up, Cooper's a fan, Cooper's a class act. Cooper's a class act. Uh, more than happy to have a yarn. Uh, did I fucking try and it wasn't his, but I tried on someone's fucking uh, grand final premiership ring. How did it look feel? good on the finger? Yeah, it did. It did look good. Did I think about where it all went wrong and how maybe if I'd taken a different path that I could too one day have worn a premiership ring? Well, I'm wondering if the powers that be at the Seagull sort of, you know, they often will give rings to prominent club members as well. Mm, mm. People that have helped. People of note, people that have helped. And obviously, you know, um, our standing in the club is obviously just on the up and up because we're clearly the number one fans of the Seagulls mm. in the world. Uh, and then probably closely followed by our friend Hugh Jackman. Um, but whether they'd maybe size up a couple for us after we win it in 2021? Well, know. look, I mean, I don't want to put words in their mouth, Tom, but... I think they'd be having quiet discussions around the at, at board level, mate, about about sort of measuring us up. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you know the jewelers come around, you know, knock, knocking on our door, knocking on our door. <laughs> and we're, look, just so they know, we're we're happy to let them in. Yeah, yeah, just DM us, we'll send you the address. Yeah, yeah, not a problem. I think that'd be a nice touch. But it was it was it was good to see all the boys flaring. I mean, they were they were enjoying themselves. They were respectful. They were fucking. Cordial. Uh, they came and paid their respects. Though. They paid their respects, which was nice. Again, class act stuff. But, you know, the premiership ring looks fucking good in, in person, punters and dribblers. I'll give you that. I've seen, well, we've both seen Vic Morrow's. Like Vic. Of 2008 Manly Grand Final. Or maybe it was 2011 Manly Grand Final win, I think. Vic Morrow. Uh, and then I also saw Sam Burgess's once, although we probably shouldn't go there, but premiership ring I did see. Mm. Um, but yeah, obviously Manly 2021. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing that one. Um, but now, other grand final was obviously the AFL grand final, which to be fair was a better game of, of football, I think. Both grand finals had absolutely abysmal pre-game performance, half-time performance. Can someone explain to me how it's so hard to get right? I can't work out whether it's just like... Is it laziness? I think it's more like record company interest. So it's like, I don't know whether Sony has an interest with Channel 9 or whether there's some sort of ownership, right? And then, you know, with the AFL and all that, and like what what record companies maybe are aligned or whatever, right? But there's no way, and this is no offense to Amy Shark, who is a f- super successful and talented fucking musician. How the fuck that is an aligning performer... And then in the AFL... It's almost like they don't know who the fuck their target market is. And then in the AFL, they had the DMAs who were sick, and if the DMAs had played some rock songs as opposed to a cover of Cher's Believe, which is a great cover, but it ain't going to get you lead in the pencil before a fucking grand final, and then some other slow, sad song, and the guys before them who looked like elves (laughs) dressed in fucking, you know, Gucci suits did a cover of Powderfinger and didn't do it justice... And then the fucking weird band that sings Geronimo. The whole thing was just an absolute bed shit. And we were just watching this going like, what the fuck is going on? 
sucks. But the game of AFL was good. Gary Ablett did his shoulder. Felt sorry for Gary in his last game. But Dustin Johnson, three fucking... Norm Smith, bro. That's pretty... That's pretty Dude, he's the only guy to have three. Yeah. He's a fucking alpha male, whether you like, whether whether you like him or health not, health bro. Health he's health a, health he's health an health alpha health. male, mate. Holy shit. Like... Mm-hmm. He loves a time, which I respect. Yep. He can kick the fucking shit out of a Sharon. He's, he's elusive. He's powerful. He's Four steppy. He's, he's got a lot of pana- pa- panache when pizazz, he plays. Pizazz when he plays. Well, he plays I mean? like a rugby league player. He, he does, mate. Well, cause it, because he's from Campbelltown, mate. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? He's got a bit of New South Wales in his blood. That's what gets me up and about. Not only is he the first player to AFL player to win three Norm Smiths, he's also the first NRL player to win three Norm Smiths. So... <laughs> You know. Well, he was reared on the great game, mate. He had a steed in his hands at birth. He went the Sharon route. Obviously, saw some opportunities to rip and tear well, and, dominate, and dominate. Right, I mean, right? the best player in AFL history. And look, I mean, you got to be a, sp- a pretty smart operator to recognise, you know, an opening early in the going. So I respect that he backed himself. But he's fucking reaping the rewards now, mate. Big Holy time. shit! Big. You see that carry on they had with Fisher? Yeah, dude, that's it. The Mad Mondays look like they've been pretty good. So that Fisher is the I'm losing it. Yeah. Uh, that looked like a pretty wild uh, Mad Monday. Certainly don't think any Red Bulls would have gone down there, Eddie. No, I don't think Red so. Red Bull free zone at the Mad I think, Mondays. I think, I, think Red Bull, I think a Red Bull free zone, mate. I'd Particularly with so. Fisher around, I yeah. would have thought it pretty... I don't think Fisher's sort of... And Dusty around. doesn't strike me as a bloke. I mean, he loves a time, but he doesn't strike me as a Red Bull a operator. Red Bull man. No, 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 not at all. No. And then, you know, the NRL Mad Mondays where... Um, Munster and Hectic Cheese look like they were just... They look pretty straight and narrow to me, mate. They look pretty straight up and yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I just think it would have been lots and lots of, of pissing. Yeah, I think so, mate. Just a couple of four X's and then an early and night. And then an early night to mm. bed, early to bed, early to rise. Those that's right. That's what they say, Tom. That's what they say. It's an old adage, mate. Um, but, Eddie, that sort of, I think, brings us to the end of the, well, rugby league, AFL, but... This Wednesday coming, we're straight in origin. We yeah, even, look, that's second to breathe. That's where our attention turns, and obviously, it's pretty well documented how poorly Manly ended up going this year. Um, obviously, some things turned against us, but since you know, since you know, probably around round fifteen, around twelve, when I knew we were at, I've had my eyes firmly fixed on the start of November and Origin football time. Yeah. Now, the teams are out. New South Wales looking okay, looking good, not as good as we probably might have hoped well, at the start of the year, just because of a couple of injuries here and there, right? A couple of injuries but, but, to Turbo, but, to Latrell. But across the board, I think it looks pretty fucking red hot. Well, our forwards are, uh, are absolutely alpha. Our forward pack is as alpha as it gets. And then in the backs, Keary, or Cleary, Keary, Gutho, Whiten, Fox. Is Fergo the other wing? No. Who is the other one? Is it Codrick? Codrick. Is it? Is it? Do you want me to look? Chuck my phone on that one. I think it is. I didn't actually acknowledge that winger. Let's just have a little look-see here. Shout out again. Um, Santa's Jack Wyden and Clint Gutherson. Now, has Clint played much centre? Um, I don't think so, but I also back Clint to sort of like... Clint's a good enough player. I think Clint's had a fucking good year as well. Yes. Clint's had a very, very, very good year. So I think I, I back him in there. Who have they got up front? Do they go Junior Paulo and... Um, who's the other front rower? Saifidi. Here we go. 
So we got Tedesco, Daniel Tupo's made a return. Tupo, okay. Tedesco, Tupo, Gutherson, White, and Addo Carr. Kiri, Cleary, Saifidi, Cook, Junior Paulo, Cordner, Frizzell, Jakey Turbo. <coughs> good friend, Jakey Turbo. Yeah, good luck, brother. You'll absolutely kill it, mate. Bench, Cody Walker, Payne Haas, Cameron Murray, Angus Crichton. Good to see you. I like the bench. Yeah. I like the bench a lot. I reckon you got a lot of firepower off the bench. We we armed and hard about who the 14 or the interchange player might be. I think Cody Walker's a pretty good pick. I like Cody Walker. Cody Walker can play all across the park. Payne Haas a fucking weapon. Payne Haas is a weapon, and I like him coming on to do damage after 20 minutes. Yeah, Cameron Um, Murray. Cameron Murray for quick play the ball and Angus Crichton because he's a fucking animal and he's a sick ball player and he loves fucking Origin football. He's a no-brainer for me. And he's a good friend of this. There's a lot of people out there don't like Angus Crichton. I'm like, what game do you watch when you watch Angus play? Like, he fucking tore it up this year, mate. It was a crew best form. I was like, tore it up this year. And Freddie knows what the fuck he's on about. So Freddie likes him. Like, you you can't not, right? Well, listen, I'm happy to say... I think it's a a really well-balanced team. There's a yarn about Tedesco being injured, at which point uh, Gutho or Walker may go to fullback, which is interesting. And that's a little like that's obviously not a strong team, but I still think. I think I think I think you would one hundred and fifty thousand percent play Clint at fullback and yeah. and Cody in the centres. Yeah, you're not um, gonna you're not gonna throw fucking Cody Walker to fullback, mate. No, you're not. That would be ridiculous. Now, not Origin. Queensland team: AJ Brimson, good. Xavier Coates, Branko Lee has like come from the clouds this year. Like, talk about being kissed on the dick. Branko's been kicked. When you've been sacked from the Titans and the Dogs, like, you know, and I don't mean for being, like, bad, but just playing, obviously, like, form. Mm. To be sacked from the Titans and the Dogs is one of the great Narbras, like... Oh, that's a Narbra. You're not up to it. That's the definition of Narbra. Uh, and then to come back, win a comp with the Storm, and then make Origin, like, very... Kudos to you, bro. Uh, then Dane Gagai, Philip Sammy, Cameron Munster, and DCE. Christian Welch, a good friend of the show, is at number eight. Good luck, Christian. Congratulations. Yeah, good luck. Well done, mate. Uh, Jake Friend, good to see Jake get around. Mate, I was pumped up when I read that. Like, no one's toiled more than Jake Friend, right? And unfortunately for him, born at basically the same time as Cameron Smith. So he sat behind him his entire career. Played a lot of great football, won a shitload of comps. Like, he's class. And I think he'll bring a lot of much-needed experience to their very inexperienced side. Calm head. Uh, Josh Papali and uh, he's also the other front rower. Cohen- Josh Papali is... Well, just a fucking all-timer. My God. Cohen Hess, I feel like, has done... He's lucky to get picked again. I don't think his form is very good, but, like, whatever, bro. Cohen Hess, Felice Kafusi, Tino Fa'atsuamala Ali. There was so many people when they were picking their origin teams had this guy on the bench, and I was like, how the fuck... And obviously he plays on the bench with a storm, but, like... He's been such an animal, and Queensland is so fucked for players. I was like, how is this cunt not talk, being talk, spoken about as starting? And yeah. thank God they have got him at number 13, because he's a weapon, and they need someone like him on the field. Then the bench, Ben Hunt, Lindsay Collins, Jai Arrow, and Jaden Sewer. So, I mean, for the Queensland dribbles out there, make of that what you will. <laughs> um, but I will say this. I don't... It's, it's certainly not the strongest outfit you've rolled out. No. Certainly not. I wonder whether if you if if Gutho was out, whether you just put Christian Stephen Crichton into the centres and put Gutho to fullback, and then keep Cody on the bench because he's the utility. Yeah. I think that's what you do. Stephen Crichton also looked as big, big and as thick as you can ever possibly look in blue. Yeah, 
Do you see those photos of him training? Fuck me, he looked hot to trot. He looked unbelievable, mate. It was, he, he looked hot as shit. He looked hot as shit. Now, a couple more things before we sort of leave uh, rugby league in general. Bryce Cartwright signs with Parramatta. How does that make you feel? Whatever. I don't know if it strengthens their side. I don't think so. I don't think that's a very good signing at all. No offence to Bryce, but like you haven't... Parramatta, but... But Bryce hasn't been playing that well. Unless they're paying him absolute peanuts. Like, I don't... Bryce Cartwright wasn't the same player when he left Penrith, I don't think. No, I, don't, I think everyone would agree with that. He's done nothing. Now, good luck to him. We always want to see everyone do well, but fuck. I would... Like, there was young Manly going to sign him. I was like, no, thank you. Please don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no thanks. No thanks. Well, I think it's Crichton, though, if he's going. Heard he might be. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen now, but I think that might be later on in the piece if it does happen. But Angus, reach out if you feel like coming to Manly. We'll, we'll show you around town. Happy to break the deal, mate. You just let us know. Um, is that rugby league, Tom? Have you got anything else, mate? <sighs> mate, I think that that is rugby league, Eddie. Now, what were the... Um, it's just, you just had the thing, uh, The Rock? Yeah. From memory? Yeah, I think that might have been. Oh, do we want to talk about Khabib retiring? Shout out to Khabib Nurmagomedov. Did you watch it? No, I didn't. Dude, he fucked... Because it was at five in the morning. It was seven in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Me and Haim, uh, we did a bit of a Danny Exotic... Uh, you bent into it. No, I didn't. Again, I'm... You know what? I'm putting shame on Danny's name by even pretending like I did a Danny Exotic. But, you know, we got into Danny Exotic sort of areas. areas on the AFL Grand Final. Forgot that the fucking UFC was on Brighton early the next day, but got up for it. Robert Whittaker, Bobby Knuckles got it done, which was sick. He looked fucking very good. And a rematch with Adesanya beckons. Yes. But what was the most impressive was Kabir where he just came out and he just stood with fucking KG. Like, he was like, I'm just going to... He was like, I'm not scared of his fucking power or his punching. And he stood... And, like, he had hands. Everyone's, like, just talking about Kibir being a wrestler, but you're like, holy shit, dude. Well, mate, he dropped Conor McGregor. Don't forget that. I know, but that was more... That was more like one looping punch because Conor was worried about him shooting for a yeah. takedown. And he's just, instead of going for the takedown, he swung a fucking right hand. But this was like... I'm pressing like Kibby was pressing forward the whole time and like boxing him up like fucking him up mm. and then getting hit and just kept coming forward then taking him down and going for submissions and shit like it was super fucking impressive you're like oh my god but then obviously he ends up winning beating Gagey 29 and 0 or whatever it is to finish his career retiring very sad but cool but Cormier said that when he submitted him he choked him out because he said that he heard during the week the gauge he was like, I'm not, I'll never tap. And he's like, I didn't want to... So I think he started off with an armbar and then transitioned into like a choke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And was like, I didn't want to break his arm in front of his parents, so I just choked him out. Gee, he's on a different level, that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like, so wildly talented. Like, untouchable at the lightweight. Yeah. Untouchable at lightweight. What, what's funny is how... Because like, a bunch of people calling him the GOAT. And then John Jones, who, in fairness, has pissed hotter than Bronson Cherry over his time. 
But, well, probably not as hot as Bronson Cherry, in fairness. That's probably as hot as you'll get. Yeah, yeah, That surface of the sun Yeah, yeah, that's that's molten lava lava stuff. But he's pissed hot a few times, certainly hot. But he's like, John Jones is like, uh, come back to me when he's had 15 title fights and 11 successful defenses Mm. and no losses. And then, like... Went through John Jones, like went through because everyone's calling it like could be the goat now, or some people. Yeah. And then John Jones has just gone through the list of scalps he has, and you're like, yeah, well, that's actually completely legit. Like, well, Khabib hasn't fought that many weapons. Weapons, really. Not. He's got a great record, and he's fucking amazing. But he's not the goat. No, fuck no. No, no, no. People, but people get people get too toey with the goat chat for mine. Like people. People lose sight of history a lot of the time. Very and, quickly. And very quickly. And they just go fucking throwing it out left, right and centre. Like, yeah, Khabib's great. Yeah. He may, you may be able to call him the goat lightweight all time, but he's not the greatest UFC or mixed martial artist of all time. He's and not. That has he hasn't done enough. enough. He hasn't done enough. John Jones was a champion when he was 21. Or John Jones has never lost. No. Ever. Ever. No. And the majority of his fights in his career have been title fights. Yes. At the light weight, where there's a lot of animals running light around. Light heavy. Light heavy, rather. Where there's, you know, animals fucking left, Dude, right and centre. He went through, like, the, like, his first few title defences, I think. And it was, like, Lyoto Machida, a former champion. Rampage Jackson, a former champion. Fucking Rashad Evans, a former champion. Someone else, a former champion. You're like, mate, like, there's just no comparison between careers. Like, there's just no comparison. But... It was dope. Congratulations um, to him. Sad to see him go. Sad to see him go. Interesting what happens now at the lightweight division with with well, Tony Ferguson, what, Justin Gagey, and Conor McGregor. And like you know, I mean, I'm still I'm still not any close to being excited about his fight with Dustin Poirier. I'll give you the hot tip. No. Like, not putting a whole lot of lead in my pencil at this point in time. But Tony. I wonder whether they'll make it for a title. I don't think so. Be, I, I don't think so. You don't reckon the UFC want to get Conor, make Conor champion again? Yeah, but it's a little. It, I mean, how is where's Dustin Poirier on the contention list? Oh, he's fucking. He's number two. Okay, so they could then. So he'd be now number one, I think, because Gage would be number one. He'd be number two. Conor is Conor, so they'll do whatever for him. So that t- so that may well be for the title. Yeah, actually, something. When like is that. it? January, February, January. Pretty sure it's in January. January, January. Which isn't that far away, punters and dribblers. Like no. two and a half months, so it may well be for the title. In fact, the more I think about it, the more I'm thinking probably Billy will be. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Very. Now, Eddie, before we wrap this thing up, a couple of things quickly. Firstly, got to have a got to send a shout out to my sister, mm-hmm. Bonnie. Yeah. Who's living in New York. And uh, got one of the gnarliest fucking surgeries on the week during the week. And by one of the gnarliest, I mean, you know, you can probably have some gnarlier surgeries, mm. but some sort of tendon issue in her arm and had to get like a full fucking, I don't know if she had like a plate put in her arm or some shit. She sent me the x-rays, but just wanted to give her a shout out. She's, you know, you know, end-owned up to the eyeball. Doing it tough. In New York, in that fucking scat-old shithole, that yeah. country. Mm. Um, you know, living her life, but... Mate, sorry to hear that, Bonnie. I hope you're doing all right. No, she's doing all right, but do you know like, what's crazy is because she's obviously got a job over there that pays, like she's insured. Yep. But back when she was meant to have... She broke her thumb once when she was over there. 
painting a painting a picture of her being a bit of a klutz at this point. Yes. Which she might be, uh, but broke her thumb, and then they were like, "Well, you get if you get surgery, it's going to cost you thirty grand, or you just don't do anything." And I'm pretty Good sure she did. Lord, man. Like, yeah, sorry, it's going to cost you thirty grand to fix. We were like, "Ah, uh, fuck that." Like, fuck that shit. But anyway, that's America for you. That's America for you, mate. What a dump. What a dump. Shout out to Bonds. Hope you're well, babe. Be soon, babe. Be soon, babe. And I think she turned it's her birthday on Wednesday. Origin Day. So happy, happy Origin Day. Happy birthday. Happy Origin Day. Happy birthday. Um, and oh, hello, Steffi. You're just rolling in. You've come in mid-podcast here. That's good. I'm just getting some water. That's okay. Cool. No, you do you. You do you. We're just saying good day. <laughs> That's a very comfy. Yeah, we are. That's exactly how we are. Um, the Rock, Eddie. Mr. Magoo. Mr. Magoo, captain of the Magoos. Uh, the guy just can't fucking, I don't know, he just takes himself so seriously. But he obviously, you may have seen this during the week on his Instagram, he clearly, like, just bumped his head on something. As he was like, just not. He walked into a cupboard and then ran to the gym and pretended like he's fucking (laughs) getting after it. Yeah, he's bumped his head in the only cupboard in the kitchen. He's got drawn some blood, runs straight out to his gym that he calls the Iron Paradise. Got Instagram open and been like, "Yo, this isn't a place where we play tiddlywinks and nursery rhymes where you get lumped up." I'm like, "Listen, dude, you're just lifting weights. Like, let's calm down. You're not doing any SAS shit." Mate, you're you're pumping weights, bro. And like, stop making it out like it's fucking some crazy hectic discipline. You know no. what I mean? You're not you're not out there. You're not you're not doing jujitsu no. or kickboxing or you know you know martial arts at all. We could all lift weights. You're just lifting heavier weights than most other people. Like, give it a fucking rest. And I'll give you the hot tip, mate. That looked like it. It didn't look any more. Nasty than like a bad mosquito bite or something, right? On his on his yeah, el- on his eyebrow, he's like, "I'm gonna go get stitches." No, you don't. If you like scratch a pimple, no, you don't. And it's... then he's licking up his COVID blood on oh, his face. Oh God, mate! Give the COVID blood a rest. Yeah, keep that COVID blood away from me, mate. Yuck, mate! Yuck! Like you go and get a tetanus shot, mate. <laughs> Unbelievable! Can you give yourself tetanus? Oh, mate, if anyone could, it would be King of the Magoos. Yeah, and then he'd gram it. And then he'd gram it and go, Gil, give me some Guess what? Tetanus. I just gave myself tetanus. We're not fucking around in this own paradise. You know, I'm giving myself tetanus out here. It's like, oh, my God, bro. <laughs> just give it a rest. Yeah. He, so, look, is The Rock becoming more and more unbearable? Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. And everyone knows it. And everyone knows it. Have, you, have we opened your eyes, sheeple? Yeah. <laughs> Have you opened your eyes to The Rock and his madness? Yes. Yeah, yeah we have. And think us later. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. That's it. Bro. I think we've done it. We've done it. Go on the big lift. You're, You're welcome. welcome. We've been swamped this week. It's been tough. Swamp. Absolutely swamp. Under the pump. Swamp. Uh, but State of Origin next week. We'll, we'll be back probably Monday. Yeah. Ish. Ish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Be soon. Bye. Partners and Dribblers, just need to tell you about uh, the number one rosé ever created. That is... Uh, Big day rosé. Your boys here, obviously, rosé barons, amongst other things. Don't mind a rosé. Don't mind it. One that's light, in colour, dry, and fuckable. It's very fuckable. It's up for it. You know what I mean? Oh, this, mate, the rosé's up for it. Whenever you want it. Well, type thing. The the beauty of being a rosé baron is I've always got rosé on hand, which is nice. And I've always got a bottle in the fridge, just getting cold as fuck. You've always got a bottle that's keen. Keen as. Giving me eyes. Yeah, yeah. 
and fuck me eyes. Yeah, yeah, real fuck well, me drink eyes. Me a eyes. lingering stare. Yes. And had friends over the other night, and obviously I was like, I slipped a bottle out for everyone. Getting stares. Getting I was getting stares. It was sort of like whistling at me from the fridge. <laughs> Got out there, ripped the top off it, and we all enjoyed it. And I'm just like, Jesus, dude! Like they're just a rosé doesn't get better. Still rosé drinking season two. In earnest. Oh, God, yeah. It's fucking hot as shit. 37, 38. They're talking 40 this week, mate. 40 degrees. Tell me that's not rosé drinking season. It is. Come on. If you haven't got any, get some. Get some now. While the getting's good, because the getting won't be good for much longer. Hellosport.shop. Big day rosé. Get it. Get it down. You gob.